Welcome back to the New England Take. I'm your host, AJ Kierstead, nhtalkradio.com. If you missed the back episode of the show, and follow New England Take on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Right now in this segment, I'm joined by Marilyn Staff, who, after 37 years is working as an RN in clinical settings, has transitioned to the Director of Care Coordination at FedPoint, a federal insurance and benefits company in Portsmouth. She's also a member of the Cornerstone VNA Board, and we're going to talk about trying to encourage people to enter the nursing field because, uh, Marilyn, do we need some more nurses in the state? It seems like we need some more nurses in the state. Absolutely. We have, we're very short on nurses. It's not just a state issue. It is, I mean, it, you know, it uh, comes uh, in New Hampshire, but Massachusetts and Maine, as well as the nation. So, um, you know, and there's been challenges. Um, there's been a shortage of nurses uh, even before the pandemic. And the pandemic only exacerbated the issue. And nurses, you know, the registered nurses are essential frontline workers, and they provide direct care in about every healthcare setting. They're the eyes and ears of physicians, and they uh, are there in a lot of settings, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, we're we're going to be in big trouble if we don't get more nurses. Be- our children, ourselves, our children, our grandchildren, our future is at stake because there's not going to be anybody enough people to take care of, pe- you know, uh, the patients. So, uh, what, you know, what, I, what we're trying to do is at FedPoint is to increase awareness. You know, we thought a lot about what happened with the pandemic, who the frontline people were, nurses were there. At FedPoint is a different type of nursing where I'm not doing frontline, uh, which is a little different, but I've done it, you know, I've done it for many, many years. And we wanted to, you know, do something uh, for uh, recognition and, and how do we get, and I said, you know, we, we need more nurses. Everybody tells you that. If you talk to anybody, talk to uh, Cornstone, I was there yesterday. Um, my colleagues from my past, my, you know, all my people in Massachusetts, um, they're all saying the same thing. It's the shortage. So how did we get this, you know, how did we, how did we get here? Um, you know, the, uh, there's 73 million aging boomers. Um, aging workforce, nurse burnout, long wait times to get, li- it's a lot of different things. It's like the perfect storm, long wait times for license approval, um, you know, understaffing, uh, substantial, substandard working conditions. Um, and so, and, you know, the, and these people, uh, you know, they're working hard and they don't have the support. They don't have enough help to help manage their caseloads. So the patients are waiting at the hospital, in the ERs, in facilities. Um, so it's, it's a big problem. Is there a root systemic cause of, of these failures that, that you can point to? I mean, is it a, just a cumula- an accumulation of many issues in the healthcare field right now, or is it um, something as simple as um, just the way uh, insurance companies are processing things, is the way facilities are handling their nurses. It, it seems like there's, there's a lot of different things going on that's causing a problem for the shortage, aside from COVID. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I think that uh, for one thing, there's been a problem over the years before COVID, and the solution wasn't implemented. The solu- there are solutions out there, but the action hasn't been taken. So now you have those past problems and the past number of nurses who either retired and aged and and people are living longer. And now you have the COVID situation, which made it worse because people that, you know, maybe weren't going to retire for another five years decided, you know what, I'm not dealing with this. I'm going to retire now. So we have just a combination of a lot of different things. Um, 
agency nurses are, um, you know, working, agency temp nurses are working in facilities, which is great as a Band-Aid approach, but it was never intended for a long-term solution. And then what happens is nurses get enticed with the higher salaries and end up going there, which creates more of a problem. And, and the result is patient care suffers. And, you know, and we're all about patient care, you know, taking care of the family, the patient and the family, and that's not going to happen. So we need solutions. So there's a lot of things, a lot of uh, talking to my colleagues out there, a lot of different things. People have a lot of different ideas on the state and federal level. Um, so, you know, um, I think that one of the things that we wanted to do um, is make sure that we, number one, educate and increase awareness on what the nurse does, you know, just so to, to tell people it's not like it used to be in the 60s and 70s, where a nurse was, you know, um, you know, they have more authority now. They have more authority. They are res well respected. They're the most trusted profession year to year, if you look at the data of any profession at all. And it remains a rewarding, viable career. There's going to be flexibility, in, and you can work any hours you want, any shifts you want, any day of the week you want. You know, it, it's good for, you know, people that, you know, want to do part time, if you want to do full time, long shifts. And so, um, you can and you could do a number of different things. You can work in different settings. You can work in acute care, subacute, long-term care, home care, assisted living. Uh, you can teach. You can, you know, teach, educate. You can become a nurse practitioner. You can continue to go to school and be a nurse practitioner because nurse practitioners can diagnose and treat and prescribe. Um, and there's other fields that are interesting too. Forensics, legal nursing, there's so many opportunities. Um, so, you know, to attract the nurses, I we want to, I want to, and we at FedPoint want to make sure that they know, you know, there is a need and it's a great career. We just need more people. We need more people. And we want to help by providing this um, opportunity um, to provide a scholarships to four different people um, at FedPoint, and um, and that's going to be going on. The first scholarships are going to be in 2023, so um, it's going to be uh, three is three are going to go to uh, graduating high school seniors, and one will go to a non-traditional student entering the nursing field, or they want to advance nursing. Let's say they want to go to be a nurse practitioner. Um, the the eligibility requirements and everything's going to be listed on the website. Um, they're going to be have to be a resident of Maine, Mass, and New Hampshire, because the reason why we did that is because all of our employees at FedPoint work in one of those states. Um, but that doesn't mean they have to go to um, nursing school in those states. They just have to reside in those states. Um, they have to be accepted into an accredited nursing program, um, and then some an essay and two letters of recommendation. In January 9, 2023, the applica application window opens um, and it closes on March 6, 2023. Um, and then we're going to announce the winners on Nursing Week. Nurses Week is every May. It's every uh, every year in May, the first week of May. So we're going to announce those. And um, hopefully, you know, we'll meet our objectives to increase nurse capacity as our population ages and healthcare needs increase raise awareness that nursing does and is, remains to be a great career option, um, attract candidates to the profession and help ease their path financially because the schools are expensive. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, 
that's and pretty much website? what we want to do. Yeah, what's the website so people yeah, can so check the, that out? Yep, it's www.fedpointusa.com slash scholarships. And if you, and that's, the, that's the website that's going to give you details and the link to the application process. Um, if there's any questions, um, you can email scholarships at fedpointusa.com. Why is it you stayed so as hoping... a nurse for so long? Why, why, what's the sales point that you as a nurse would tell people that want to go to this field? Why did you stick with it? Well, it's, it's a rewarding career. It's, the money's good. I'm not going to lie. The money is good. <laughs> if you want a rewarding career, if you like to deal with people, if you like to care for people, take care of them, you have those, you know, you can learn the other skills, the technical medical skills, um, but you have to want to be a caring person and to, you have to be want to work with people. Um, it's really great. I remember working in hospitals, you know, where I work now is great too. It's a collaboration. You work together. It's a team approach. And, um, you actually enjoy your day as much as, you know, you're taking care of the patients and they enjoy it too, because they see people that are happier at work. They see more content nurses and healthcare providers. Um, so we're hoping that, you know, I mean, I enjoyed my time with hands-on patient care and I'm enjoying my time with hands-off patient care. I still deal with patients over the phone, um, but it's definitely something I would highly recommend that you explore if you're in high school, um, if you know somebody who's a nurse, if you want to mentor with someone, you know, feel, feel free to reach out. And um, so I'm hoping that we get some people Awesome. Marilyn Staff over at FedPoint. She's also the, a member of the Cornerstone VNA board. Thank you so much for joining me. I highly suggest people check out that scholarship opportunity. Thank you, AJ. It's the New England Take on WKXL. I'm your host, AJ Kirstead.